Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find Famous Amos Cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy. This week on Andy Cohen, Steep and Shallow, we've got Jimmy Fallon. We should begin with the top story, which is when I left y'all. I left to go shoot the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And I was posting from the plane because on the plane, I watched like seven episodes of Vanderpump Rules that have not aired yet. The final seven episodes. And I posted about how jaw-dropping they were. And of course, uh, I got a lot of people saying, you always say that. You always overhype things. I'm not overhyping this. I'm not. It's... I, I can't I, I truly can't believe it. And I, I want to point something out. I'm not I'm no longer a producer of Vanderpump Rules. So it's not like I'm pumping my own show. OK, mm-hmm. like I don't. The only thing I have to do with Vanderpump Rules is that I host the reunions at this point. So um, the, I, I, jaw dropping. That's the word that I would use. Jaw dropping um, regarding the reunion. I. uh started we started the filming i did separate one-on-ones with tom ariana and raquel so that i could get all of their stories just in conversation with me because i had a sense that i was now by the way i re-asked a lot of this stuff in front of the group it's almost like you're getting depositions i know i had my own concerns i had my own things that i wanted to confront them about things that i had noticed so i got to do that so that's how we started and then we brought them with the group okay so it was a real reckoning if you are looking to hear their story you will If you are looking for them to be confronted to their face about what they've done in what I would say an aggressive manner, uh, confrontational manner, you will get it. Um, I think I think that Peacock is going to release extended versions. So you better subscribe to Peacock and it's pretty inexpensive to subscribe to Peacock because I think you're going to get extras 
on Peacock. And let me tell you, there is a lot of reckoning to get. I mean, we shot, you know, I, I, you know, I did these one-on-ones. We shot a long time with the group. Uh, so I do feel like you're going to get what you're looking for. Okay. So I, I don't want to talk about the content itself, okay. but that's what I will say. Can't wait. I will say I went to the variety luncheon celebrating some of the oh, most right. powerful women. You were going to leave early. In the biz. And uh, I was there to pay tribute to Kelly Ripa. And I wrote a banger of a speech for her the night before that I was very excited about. And I used John Mayer's tribute that he did for me at the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was kind of playing in my head. I was like, okay, well, that's what he did. So maybe I could do something a little shorter for her. Um, And I hope I did. And it was a great time. It was a Mm. star-studded room. I got there, and who comes up to me but the one and only Judy Bloom? Uh, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And she's doing Watch What Happens Live soon, and we're going to hopefully get her on the radio too. But I was so stunned that she knew who I was. I, I, she's such an icon, and um, just such a role model. And I was so excited to meet her. Then I saw Natasha Leone on the red carpet, who was being honored, who is just A.D. Bryant paid tribute to her. And Seth Meyers paid tribute to Judy Bloom. And um, then I did a bunch of interviews. And these interviews on the red carpet, man, it's so funny. And I used to be the guy on the other side doing the interviews when I worked for CBS. And so I know how it works. Whatever event you're at, The first question is, why is climate change important to you if you're at a climate change charity thing? You know, what does tonight mean to you? Just whatever the softball question is that they're required to ask and that they will never use. So it does not matter what word salad you spit out at them. You know that what's coming up is going to be what they're going to use. And they're going to, like, kick you in the balls. And so what it was, it was, of course, what do you think all they were talking to me about? What woman inspired you? No, no. That would have been the first question. That oh, would have been I the see. one they don't use. I so the see. one they don't use was- Oh, Scandaval. Exactly. Yeah. And, of course, the woman from the, oh. New, from, page, from the New York Post, from page six, she was trying to get me to say that, Tom is a piece of shit. That is what oh, she right. wanted me to say. I was going to ask say. you about this. This was in page six, yeah. Yeah, she was like, y- you would agree that Tom Sandoval is a piece of shit, right? So I'm like, okay, is that going to be my quote about Tom Sandoval? You know, how how do I navigate how you feel versus what you want in print? Because, by the way, if you say that in print... Then it is a bomb going right. off, and it gets reprinted 
everywhere. And then it's like, how do you navigate that? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I I found my way out of the sinkhole and into the- I read your quote. And it was, and yes, and I think that I said I was. Well, you, said, you said we're from the same hometown. Well, no, I was saying what I was. No, well, that wasn't the quote. That's was it. No, I. Now I'm glad you're talking about it because what they used was this weird no, response. I said, well, <laughs> let me dial back. No, because I said, well, you said that's a loaded question. Is yes, what you said. I did, and I said, let me dial back. I've known him for ten years. We're from the mm-hmm. same town, and we first bonded on that. And of course, I'm really disappointed in him. He did something really bad and stupid whatever and i went on from you there, should but- have said being a piece of shit is in the eye of the beholder and i you uh, you say that not me we're from the same hometown i wish everyone well oh that's on. no that's good john wow that was very good um anyway i went in there and who's at the table next to us but rosie perez and spike lee and i was like oh nice oh my god I got to speak in front of Spike Lee on stage. Like, now I'm really nervous. And we were the first thing up because I had a hard out. And um, they were like, you're the first one up, and then you can leave, and then you can go. I had um, I had to be down at Watch What Happens Live. So I sit down. There are other speakers, and then they're like, we want to welcome our first presenter who's going to present the first honoree. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, getting up, Mr. Spike Lee. And I'm like, oh boy. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess Spike Lee had a harder out than I did. And you know what? I was like relieved because I, I, okay, I don't need to, of course, Spike Lee is like the biggest superstar in the room. I don't, I don't need him to hear my speech. I was too nervous already. He got up. He was so great. And then Rosie got up with, and I love her, and her speech was great. But when I tell you, she got up there with a stack of papers I was like that looked like a phone book. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that her speech? Is she going to read that? It was a it was a lengthy speech. No, nobody it was a lengthy wants to hear speech. All that. It was a lengthy a speech. speech. And a few pages in, she said, um, she said, and this is the she said something like, and this is the theme of my speech today. She introduced it a few minutes wow. in. I was like, oh boy, sit back. But it was a great speech, and I love her so much. Um, and then I got up and and paid tribute to Kelly. And she, and of course, I don't how my speech went in the room I thought it I thought it was I had felt so great about it the night before and Ben had come out of his room he was scared of owls again which don't exist out his window in New York City and I was like he goes what are you doing daddy I said I'm writing a speech for Mima. do you want to hear it he goes yeah so I read it with like all this inflection and he was like that was a really great speech daddy I go thank you Ben thank you um it sounded like a story to him Mm. and uh Anyway, so, I mean, I liked it, but I don't know how it played. I said that she and Mark are going to be so great on the show and that if it doesn't work, there is a vibrant future waiting for them on OnlyFans. Soaps. Only, oh. No, on OnlyFans, <laughs> which I thought Thanks. was like a big laugh. I mean, it got some laugh, you know. Uh, but anyway, we'll be right back. Have you 
ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If you go up 6th Avenue in New York City, one of the coolest things about being Jimmy Fallon is how cool, Jimmy, is it that the front marquee of 30 Rock says The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon? I mean, that has to never get old. That was, yeah, that was, a. it, it is kind of surreal. Yeah, because I kind of, uh, I, I either leave the building that way every day or enter it every day that way and you see... I just I've been going to this building for I don't know how many years now. I mean, yeah, probably right. 25, 30 years. Right. And you grew up dreaming of being on SNL. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, and so I remember coming into the NBC building and then going like, oh, my gosh, this is, uh, you know, it's such an iconic building and to have your name on the side of it. Like, oh, my. I, in neon. And I, I love to even look at it at nighttime, too. It's like it doesn't get old at yeah. all. It's just yeah. I'm spoiled. But also you go in and. There's the there's a giant NBC store uh, when you walk into Thirty Rock, and there's all Tonight Show merch, and my face is on the. Yep. It's almost too much of me. It don't don't go looking for any Watch What Happens Live merch in that store. They got everything, but they got the shittiest. They have racks and racks of Tonight Show stuff. They have Seth Meyers stuff. <laughs> they have you know. And the other day I was going up to Bravo, and I was like, surely. 14 years into this show, they must have a shot glass. They must have something. And I went in there, I go, do you have any Bravo merch whatsoever? Like a Watch What Happens Live thing? No. We have Amber Ruffin hoodies, though. I'm like, great. All right. We have Law and Order, you know, Flim Flams. Oh, yeah, we they have, have like La, La Brea lunchbox. Yeah, we have Matlock. <laughs> like, they have shit of shows that aren't even on anymore at the NBC store. I, friend, they have a whole Friends section. Of yeah, friends. well, that I understand. I mean, yeah, I, me but, too, yeah, but it's that like, I understand. It's also, that's not on. It's, I have a fit about it once a year, and then no one listens. 
Um, But the big thing is, I hope that they have That's My Jam merch in there. So explain the premise or the format of That's My Jam because it is so fun. And (laughs) it's like, you you look at this show and you're like, this is like, it's 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 wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it is a wild show. I, I, you know, we had fun. We did season one. Uh, we did like, you know, six episodes or something like that, and just to try it out because it was a new format. It's basically like an hour-long uh, music and comedy variety show game show. Okay. Uh, with with celebrities, so we pair celebrities in teams against each other, and there's a lot of singing and a lot of music trivia, uh, and uh, I, it, it gets bizarre. I mean, there's. Uh, people getting uh, drenched in water if they don't sing the right lyrics. Uh, there's people wearing wigs. Um, it, it just, there's no real, it, it also is like, it gives people a, a chance to shine who necessarily wouldn't even know, can they sing or do they want to sing? You know, like yeah. Kate Hudson, by the way, can sing. Really? She was on last mm. season and crushed it. And I'm like, oh, Kate, this is like, you got to do something with like no one knows you can sing like this. You have huge guests this season too. Um, you've got, got like Taraji P Henson, uh, Chance Sima the Leo. Rapper, yeah, Sima Lou, um, Patty Labelle, Patty Labelle. How did Miss Patty do? She's like a. I know that you that you guys love each other. Yeah. Patty Labelle was amazing. She did Lady Marmalade, uh, uh, Lady Marmalade. Yes. Uh, in uh, she sang a gibberish version. So oh the God. idea of this game is. You go up, there's a teleprompter with words that you've never seen, and you have to sing Lady Marmalade or Lady Marmalade, like with lyrics that you've never right. seen before. How did she, she do? Did, how did she do doing that? She crushed it and wow, was kind of, of laughing uh, as she was. She was smiling all the way through the song, going, "What is? What is this? <laughs> I've is... never sang it this way in the history of all my Patti LaBelle-ness. I... Uh And she was so fun. And it was it crushed. I think she got a standing ovation. That's amazing. Do you tape well, that show at Thirty Rock? We taped it in L.A. at a st- uh, studio out in L.A., like on the yeah on the Universal wow. lot, like across the like. It's kind of fun. It's very show busy. Very. It felt like you know we we do our shows. You, you know in New York, in New York, yeah. and you come in and it's much smaller. L.A. They're like almost like airplane hangers. Yes, huge. And, yes, and you and you walk across the. The lot, the lot. Blake Shelton getting a coffee. Right. And there's, you know, it's showgirls. And <laughs> yeah, it's very right. Hollywood. It's very and Hollywood. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. And uh, I, I just love, you know, it makes you feel like you're in the business. Yeah. You know, sometimes we do this show and you forget, hey, we're right. in the business. You, uh, you, I think one of the things that sets The Tonight Show apart from all of our other shows on television are what you've been able to do musically, not only as a host, but... Uh, with your guests and as a host um, because you can sing and you can play the guitar and you have such a deep bench in your brain of musical history and passion about music I mean you just did the um, the Angela Bassett did the thing number as Neil Young which was so funny how do you come up with bits like, like how do you come up you're always coming up with bits but that was the thing because you know it obviously went viral and we know uh you know ariana debose has been on the show so many times yeah and she's been such a good sport about this and all the memes that everyone's making and stuff like that online she's yeah. like i'm embracing it this is fun go for it why yeah. not let's see what the internet can do like i'm totally cool with it right so we're like it was everywhere and uh i was like i wonder like it would be fun if i did like i thought at first i was gonna do a dave matthews version 
okay. of just going like, Angela Bassett did the thing, you know, or whatever, something. <laughs> Angela Bassett did the thing. Um, and then I go, or oh, maybe we should do Neil Young. I haven't done that in a while of just making it into like her whole opening uh, song into like a beautiful, sad Neil Young song, like yeah. a ballad. And I thought that'd be kind of uh, ridiculous. And uh, and so we, we brought that back and just did that. And it, um, so uh, funny. It, it, it worked. Yeah, we just got lucky. I have to ask, because you have had, uh, you know, all the late night shows, you have the best musical guests and you've had so many iconic performances. I mean, I can see, you know, you've had you two on the roof of 30 Rock. You had Madonna um, came into your studio for several days to rehearse uh, the bitch on Madonna performance, which was so incredible. I just wonder, as a fan of music, and I, I you've obviously been in the business so long, and you're, you know, all your years on The Tonight Show, you've intersected with so many huge, uh, you know, stars musically and otherwise, and McCartney and Springsteen and all this. Is there one performance for you that has made, really made you pinch yourself and say, I can't believe this person is singing this song on my show or I'm getting to sing with this person. Is there something that jumps out in your mind or is it all one big happy blur? Ashley Simpson. Right, right now I'm thinking, I remember uh, Patty Lapone came on the show. We asked her to come on. Wow, I and love that do, you're saying uh, Patty Lapone. Yeah. I, I know, but it's just coming to my okay. brain right now because she came on and it was the, what was the, the mama song? Yes, um, from Gypsy. Gypsy. From Gypsy. Yes. Came on the show and, it, you know, we were just so happy about our our acoustics in the studio. Yeah. We, when we were building our studio, we wanted to make it have the best sound. Yes. I remember any, you any talking about studio. that. Yeah. And so it's it's the same setup as Lincoln Center. Okay. It's yes. the same guys came in and mm. built these. So all those little cubes and squares you yes. see behind me on my set are there acoustically. Yeah. To make it soundproof. So it's okay. a kind of a soundproof box. You can record an album in our studio. And Patty Lapone came on to do uh, Gypsy. And I remember we almost, uh, we were almost going to get rid of the microphone. She was so loud and right, projected right, to the right. end. And it shook the room. And people were like, I mean, I want to say people were weeping. Wow. They were so like, what just happened? Wow. And I, I remember sitting there going, this is like one of the coolest things. I'm some 10 feet away from Patti Lapone crushing it, but 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 and, and and almost taking turning her microphone off because she doesn't need it. Right, she's such a pro and projecting. Right, but that was a moment. There was another moment musically. I remember we had Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga were on the show together doing a duet. Right, and Gaga went to get changed. She was going to tape another song for uh, the next week. Yeah, so she went to change her outfit. So as you know, Lady Gaga doesn't wear outfits like right. it's just a dress yeah, so right. it's a costume it's a deal she's gone for you know 20 minutes getting uh, a wardrobe change right and she's there and tony bennett's just sitting there like standing next to the piano and i'm like uh maybe i'll go over and talk to him i don't know what to do i want to make him feel comfortable and he just started going like um the loveliness of paris seems somehow and sang i left my heart in san francisco wow I, like right out of just waiting for Gaga, wow. and I'm like, get the cameras, get the cameras on, get the cameras on, trying to tell everyone I could tell right. to record this. This is my, I mean, imagine being in the audience and hearing Tony Bennett sing, I left my heart in San Francisco. It's like, 
what this this is like priceless stuff i i, I can't believe it's happening but so many memories and uh, and i'm like the most overly entertained human i think on earth because wow. you get to see a great band every night yeah or a great comedian every night yeah and they do that they do the hits yeah i mean why go to a concert yeah you, no, you know, exactly you, you're getting the hits right here it's like, spoiled rotten but it, it's the most do you, do you fun ever 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 get nervous yes you Always. do every night every for real? single night yeah, you know me. I mean, we've known each other for a while. Yeah, I always get nervous before I'm before I come out. I'm like, oh, I have to do this Neil Young thing. I w- I just want to make sure it's good, right. and uh, uh, I don't want you know don't want to mess up the chords or the hit the note note the right way or, you know, right before I come out when the curtain opens. Yeah, you know, they announce my name and like a spotlight hits the curtain. Right, and I could kind of see a little bit through the curtain, a little right. bit from behind the curtain. And uh, I can hear the audience. I can hear the roots. And it's like, it's very show business. It's very, it's like, oh my God. And once the curtain opens, you're walking out and it's like walking into a boxing ring or something, or uh, you're like a gladiator. You're going out and you're like, I got to tell these jokes about the economy or whatever. Right, right, or, right. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know, like right now, you know, I don't know what our jokes are going to be tonight on the show. They're right. being written. Right. It's, 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 so it's, there's kind of an excitement to that, you know, to see also one being the first to tell a joke about, you know, blah, blah, blah's new book or whatever, but it's also to see if it works. Right. You know, it, it, there's one thing to be telling the first joke about something, but a first funny joke. You go, Oh, that's a really good joke. That's a good take. On um, this bit. By the way, cool. John just had some of the MILFs from MILF Manor on his show, and they were very excited that you joked about MILF Manor on the Tonight Show. They love show. you. Yes. They, they love, said you're they a do. big fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the, the thing, the also, uh, other great thing about the Tonight Show is, you know, I'm I'm a giant fan of pop culture. Yeah. So, right. I, I mean, I love pop culture. So I love the idea that MILF Manor exists is <laughs> fantastic. I think the world is going in a right Direction. I said Jimmy when loves I us. I do. I love the. I love it. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to think of what I'm into right now that I'm watching. I mean, Andy. Normally, we talk you about always, what we're yeah. Watching. You love Below Deck. Um, I love love yeah. Below Deck. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the the thing for me now is it's it, it's on a lot now. Yeah, yeah. It is. It definitely so is. You know. Taking yes. To, I, at least to like a little breather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, but Jimmy, now like, when when it, you talk like, about being nervous. Go back to SNL and tell me, was there an SNL show that stands out in your mind? Because, I mean, I remember the sketch you did with Mick Jagger and The Mirror when you were Mick Jagger. I mean, you've done so many iconic uh, sketches on SNL. Was there one SNL moment that jumps out at you that you think, oh, this one was something that I was out of my head for that I that I couldn't believe was happening? I remember we were two minutes light for a show one night because it is live, you know, yeah. and and we didn't have a sketch that was two minutes or less or it was like a minute and a half or something, something like that. And Lauren came up to me. And he was like, I, I I had worked on this Van Morrison impression and uh, I just had it. It wasn't funny, but it wasn't really written. There was no nothing written. I, I tried to sketch didn't work. And Lauren goes, Jimmy, do you want to um, do the Van Morrison thing tonight? Just do it on the show. We have we, we need to fill up two minutes. Uh, and so I'm like, okay. He's like, just say like, we'll have a graphic say happy St. Patrick's day from Van Morris. And so I go, okay. And I just gibberished. I put on glass. We got wardrobe together 
to dress up to look like Van Morrison. We didn't practice it, didn't block it, didn't rehearse it, didn't write it. And I just remember live TV just going out and going like, um, like sha la 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 la, whatever I was doing, yeah, yelling uh, as Van Morrison and throwing beers in my face. Uh, and that was kind of the bit. wasn't the funniest thing, but I remember it being like, wow. Yeah. That we are doing live television and it's like, we just got to fill time right now. And it's like, but there was a bunch of those moments and you cut, it kind of builds up your confidence in, 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 a, in a weird way, because now I look forward to those moments. Like, yeah. how do we fix this problem? Yeah, or we right. got a hole. We got to fill four minutes. Right. Or, well, that's, we do it in? that's so, what, that's one of the things I love about you is that you always try to make things kind of extra special and it, and, and it shows on the tonight show. I mean, you guys, you're so creative. It blows me away. But even when you're on watch what happens live, you always come with a bit or an idea or something. And, and uh, thank you for listening and being very of, nice. Are you kidding me? My because God. sometimes I'm like, Andy, you think this is funny? You're like, yeah, and I could tell in your head. You <laughs> no, no, that's not true. When you were I on SNL, who were your bit? You know, the SNL after parties are kind of legendary, and I think, you know, I think they probably were more legendary in your day than they are today, and even the most legendary before your day in the kind of day day. But in your day. Who were your running buddies that you would like stay out all night with and that you would just laugh the night away with? I mean, there was, you know, a lot of, you know, Martin Short, Steve Martin. Wow. De Niro would come a lot. Scorsese, uh, DiCaprio. Um, you know, I, I'm just trying to remember now. It's just it, Mick that... Jagger, Paul yeah. McCartney. What? You know, I'm trying to think like whoever was kind of in town would just drop by and like it would make you nervous as a cast member because you're like you're doing a sketch. and You're like, wait, is that what is Bruce Springsteen and Patty doing here? Like what's right, happening? Right, Why is right. De Niro and they're, as, you know, Spielberg is talking to Jack Nicholson or something just backstage. Right. Just they're not in a sketch. They're not going to be in a sketch. Yeah. They don't want to be in a sketch. They're just there to enjoy the live show and then hang out after and. Wow. have a few cocktails and talk about stuff. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's like Jack Nicholson. Like, this is crazy. Speaking of De Niro, it makes me remember. I mean, you know, De Niro is, is legendarily kind of reclusive when it comes to being interviewed. And he's legendarily kind of not, the greatest interview actually some people aren't he was your first guest on late night with jimmy fallon uh which uh, i think you started late night 15 years ago i think you started it right before right over i think wow. you and i kind of started our shows around the same yeah, time I so. do you I, and i remember that being a tough interview that first that first episode what do you remember I, about that I owe Robert De Niro everything uh, because when you're starting out, it's really hard to book your show. Yeah. No, no one wants to come on because they don't know if the show's going to be a flop right. or whatever. And I was, you know, I was replacing Conan O'Brien and, you know, Conan was just kind of like, good luck. And that's really all he can do. He's not going to help yeah, you right. book. Yeah, right. So he, uh, so I'm just sitting there trying to book the show. You know, you have certain friends like uh, Tina Fey, uh, Justin Timberlake. They were like, I'll do whatever show you want. Right. You, you let me know when you need to really help and I'll, I'll be yeah. there for you. And so I remember I was like, who could be A-list, New York City, 
exactly what I, I want to say about the show. Like, yeah. I, I don't know who I am yet as a host, but as a show, I want to say New York. I want to say where we love show business. Who is A-list New Yorker actor? And I'm like, Robert De Niro. And I did a charity thing with him a couple of years back or something for the Tribeca Film Festival. And so I just called his manager and said, would, uh, would Robert De Niro be my first guest? And uh, and he had nothing to promote, not not wow. a movie. He was Which just, is a very big deal for someone to come on a show with nothing to promote. It never and happens. not knowing what the show is. Yes, and right. Who I am, and so he uh, he, he sent me. I got some some email or something, and said, "Hey, Jimmy, I just want to know what kind of questions you you're going to ask." And I'm like, "Wow, this is exciting!" So I I wrote like 30 questions. You know, I, you know, where where'd you grow up in New York? Your parents uh, are they? You know full Italian. I heard your dad's an artist, you know, and he wrote back, uh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't like any of these questions. Oh, no. what, what else, what other, what else you got? And I go, Oh, wow. Uh, so I came up with another like 30 questions. Uh, what do you remember from Raging Bull? Do you like doing uh, working with Scorsese? What is the thing? And he wrote back, he goes, ah, I, I don't really, uh, oh, I don't no. know if I like these, oh, no. these questions either. <laughs> I go, I go, it's only going to be like, really like a six minute interview, Robert, right. like yeah, we're right. going to, and he wrote back, he goes, uh, I'm just kidding you. Uh, I'm just oh. joking. I just want to see how many questions you come up <laughs> oh with. Oh, my God. Yeah, completely. And I was like, flop sweating. So when you when you see me on the show, first of all, I'm sweating so much because I didn't realize at the time you have to make the temperature in the in the studio really cold. I made the same mistake. Yeah. It's because the lights. Albert the Brooks. Lighting, yes. It, the humans, I mean, the the the, the humans, audience. You yes, forget, yes. two hundred people. It it makes the room hot. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there, and there's just sweat pouring down my face, and I'm like asking him every question, okay. and he's so polite and nice and great, but like it was really jump into the fire, you know? Right. Let's let's see what's up. You want to you want to test? You want to see what it's like to be a talk show host? Mm, yes. Go and interview the most difficult person first day out of the box I'm like that's the Ooh. best way to start though yeah Starting right there right tough i mean it's those things i think like from saturday Night live and also from stand-up you know when i did stand-up i remember my first saturday night at the improv which is right. a big deal uh if you do a saturday night gig because you get paid ten dollars as opposed to five dollars okay um but uh it's a big deal when you're a comedian uh to do saturday night at the improv and i was there and i'm standing there ready to go on i'm nervous uh, and who walks in but Jerry Seinfeld? Oh my God, no! And I go, oh my God! So I went out to the payphone on the street and I called my mom. One eight hundred collect. And if you remember, one eight hundred collect. Yes, yes. And I called my mom and I go, she's like, uh, "Hi, Jimmy." I go, uh, "Mom, you won't believe Jerry Seinfeld just walked in." The improv's like, "Oh my God, Jerry Seinfeld! Oh my God!" He, you know, you know, I, this is pre SNL. I have yeah. not done anything, right. but the fact that I'm in the same room as Jerry Seinfeld. It was just that's like the pinnacle of my career at this point. She goes, "Is he doing stand up?" I go, "I don't think so. He's just going to come in and eat, and then he's leaving." But whatever. And uh, I, I went, you know, inside, and then who he decides to go on stage. Oh no! And he goes on stage uh... and he destroys standing ovation, walking on the stage, standing ovation, leaving the stage. Does every bit like the sock out of the dryer? Like why? Yeah. He does everything, and he leaves. He crushes the MC. Goes all right. Uh, who's up next? He goes, uh, oh, Dave, no. you want to go on? This guy, Dave, who's always, he goes, I don't want to go on. I'm not going to follow Seinfeld. He goes, oh, all right, but then how about, uh, all right, who else here? How about, uh, are you going to go on? This other guy there was, he goes, I'm not following Jerry Seinfeld. No right, way. Right, right. 
He goes, all right, well, who is? And he's like, got this paper out. And he's like, who's who's Jimmy Fallon? I go, that's me. He's like, all right, you're up next, buddy. I go, it's my first Saturday. He's like, well, good luck, buddy. And gave me an intro after Jerry crushes. And I'm like, all right, what do I do? And I just changed my act because I did impressions in my act and I did Jerry, weirdly. So I just opened my act with an impression of Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, well, that had to have killed. Turned it around and killed. Wow. And it Dude, was like, what a great oh story. God. I've never heard that story. That's really good. Now, was that the night you met Jerry? Did you actually meet him that night? No, no I didn't meet him and he didn't wow. see the act. He left before wow. I got on stage. That's amazing. Isn't that wild? It wow. was like a big deal. Wow. I'll never forget it. And oh it was like God. following the the biggest, following wow. the best. That's amazing. Can you do it? It, there's something to learning how to do that. Wow. Like you were saying, John, it's like, you know, that's the best way to learn. You know, right, just yeah. get in there and do it. Wow. Okay, well, listen, we're going to let you go, Jimmy. But um, before we let you go, I want you to plug That's My Jam Season 2 as John Travolta. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's my jam, right? It's like the best show. I can't even believe this on after the voice, you know, like. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be watching Sandy. It's unbelievable. Tuesday night, NBC also airs on Peacock, right? <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. We love you. That was amazing. You guys are the greatest, and you're so crushing great. it. Buddy. Love you, Thanks, dude. Um, Thank everybody, you, watch That's My Jam season two. Take it from me and John Travolta and Jimmy. You, Thanks, buddy. buddy. See I'll see ya. That's all for today. For more interviews and behind-the-scenes juice, join us on Andy Cohen Live on Radio Andy. You can listen to Radio Andy anytime on the SiriusXM app. I'll talk to you here next week. Thanks for listening. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures afternoon getaways your dedicated fidelity advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened visit fidelity.com wealth investment minimum supply fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc go spread the word when you get a fresh hot mccrispy from mcdonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.